Hello, everybody, and welcome to our back and forth movie review. I'm Gecko Man, the host, and this is our co-host Rogue Gambit with us here. Hello. And today we're going to be doing a movie review on Casablanca. Yes. To start out. Uh, I just want to say this is my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> so I might get a little carried away today. Yes. Not that I don't usually get carried <laughs> away, but this well, it might be especially um, um, <laughs> noticeable today. <laughs> well, it's just, I mean, I've only seen it once and that was a really great moment. Like that was a, it's a great movie. So we're going to be breaking it down in sections today. Um, yeah. So the last time we kind of just walked through um, No Way Home and we reviewed it. Um, this time we're going to do it a little different. You know, f- we're still figuring out what we want to do. Mm-hmm. But so this time we're going to um, break it down into five categories or sections. And then kind of, you know, wrap it all up at the end. Um, The five categories are going to be the visuals, the way it's filmed, the set that they chose, um, the story building through what you see. Um, Then the second part will be the plot slash story. Oh, actually, the second part's the soundtrack, but we'll get to that later. Um, So (laughs) the plot and the uh, story um, and just, you know, the way that they build the story through the telling of it oh yeah and then we'll get into the uh soundtrack um and you know what we liked about the soundtrack how how it pushed the film how it impacted the film how it maybe fell short in areas Mm -hmm. um Um, real real fast as he as he was saying earlier it's going to be visuals soundtrack then story right yes okay and then the actors and how they impacted it, the actors that they chose, you know, some and very famous actors, some pretty um, actors you probably haven't heard of, <laughs> unless you watch a lot of older movies. Yeah. Um, and let it be known that it will be, a, it's a completely different section because it's going to be the actors, not the characters, right. but the actors. And then finally, we'll round it up with the characters, which Casablanca excel oh, yes. at its characters yes um which w- the reason why we're saving that for last if you have seen casablanca and wondering why we're not starting it off right it's because it's just so good like it, yeah i really just wanted to end with it like we'll talk well i'm sure we'll get bits and pieces of talking about the characters throughout the other sections just because like the characters are so important to this to the movie but i just wanted to end with it to really really like get the heart of um, the movie at the end. Alrighty, we ready to get into this? Let's do it. I'm starting off with visuals. Yeah, um, I think it's kind of going to go with just because I've, you know, it is my favorite movie. I've seen it far more mm-hmm. times than Gecko Man. Um, I'll be doing a lot of the laying it out, what what I liked about it, and Gecko Man will kind of give his reactions. If he disagrees with me, we might have a little back and forth discussion, you might or, say. Or, you know, I'm just going to be trying to catch up with you and everything. Possibly, possibly. <laughs> so, starting out with the visuals. Um, so, first off, it is, you know, um, it is an older movie. It was made in 1942. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but for for me, when I was first watching it, you know, I was expecting kind of the normal stylist of older movies, you know, like... I've seen the Maltese Falcon. I haven't seen Great too movie. many. Um, but for this type of older movie, I thought the visuals were amazing. Like you like the shots of the hotel, the shots of the of just 
the uh, city of Casablanca itself. Um, a lot of the shots inside the hotel as well. Great, great. Yeah, um, yeah. But I was just first want to say, like, since it's an older movie, it you know it is black and white. Oh, yeah. it is. You know, going to be a little grainier. But I will say that just because back in the day it was shot on f- actual film, most movies are f- shot digitally now. It can be enhanced and. Um, you know, put on to things like Blu-ray and stuff and made much, much better than like digital copies can nowadays. If a movie is poorly shot nowadays, you're kind of stuck with it looking bad. Can't enhance it much. But yeah. because it was done, shot on film, this was the first time when I watched it, showed it to you, that I got to see it on Blu-ray in 4K HD. I have to say it looked fantastic. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I can't compare it to like the old grainy mm-hmm. style because you've seen it in the yeah I mean yeah I've seen it uh, in an I've, older style of yeah it, I've but, seen it on yeah many different formats um, I think I've seen it on three different I think I've seen it like DVD I've seen it in the theater and now I've seen it uh, on 4K okay so, yeah so I I can't really compare it to the older older style very well but from from the perspe- from the perspective of first seeing it. I was thoroughly impressed by like comparing it to like newer movies. Yeah, like, it was a very well yeah. done movie. It's actually yeah, it's one of my favorite things about older movies. Um, watching them now is being able to see them in 4K and just like comparing them to modern movies and just being like, wow, this like with the technology they had back then, they were still making just crisp, beautiful pictures. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. Going into the actual like filming of it and everything, the sets and all that. Um, I think like it does such a good job of telling the story through the visuals. Okay. Um, we'll get into that a little bit more when we get to plot and everything, but just like it sets up. Yes. You start with the narration. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, like, and it's kind of a cheesy, you might say a little like map you see and yeah, everything. But I can also see it as a very good misdirection yeah. for, for the movie, but it's still, and then it, brings you into the city right it brings you into the city of casablanca and we get to it starts building the city up that you're gonna see um everything take place in for the most part besides flashback <laughs> to paris but we don't have to go into that right now um and it builds a city you see the you know the bustling the people you see them oh, yeah. the way they interacted the how the police are dealing you know you right away see the police start rounding people up um right away we see um, <laughs> do you want some time to catch your breath? Because you seem to have that problem as of late. <laughs> Sorry, getting a little excited. Um, yeah, but we just get to see each part of the city. You know, get to see the skeleton. You might say of the city built. Oh yeah, and then yeah. and then as the movie goes along, it kind of zooms out. You start seeing the muscle, the sinews of the skeleton uh, on top <laughs> of the skeleton, the heart put in there of the movie. And then we zoom out and we get to see the whole picture later on. But yeah. I just think like visually, it's really cool how they do that. They show each particular aspect of the plot point, the story, the character, wh- whoever they're, whatever they're building. And they start with the bare bones and they just build on top of it, build on top of it until you get the full picture yeah, and it just does that through the whole movie. Yeah, and then once it's 
built, you just like know exactly yep. where everything is, you know, what's going you're, on. And it just flows right with the plot, right? Oh, yeah. So yeah. as you're as you're seeing more of the city, you're learning more about the city. As you're seeing more of this character, you're learning more about the character, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like um even for our well, I don't want to get too much into it because we'll get into characters later on, but for our main character, like right. what is a, the first thing you see? Just his hand moving on a chessboard, you know? Yeah. Like, great, great starting of a shot for for main character. Like, mm. um, a lot of the camera work, yeah, was I really like. Uh, they do, uh, I'll go into the set first. The set, um, done very well. I really like how mm, they set the city, uh, so. What's the right word? What am I looking for? Like, like um, compact. Ah. Um, and so everything feels almost like claustrophobic. And I really like that because these people are all trapped there, right? They're all trying to get, as the narration says yeah. at the start, they're all trying to get out of occupied France. They're all trying to get out of um, German-controlled areas into U.S., into um, some some safe place, you know, <laughs> somewhere away from the Third Reich. And so I love how the streets are so narrow, how like everything's so crowded. The even Rick's place, you know, oh, it's like so crowded most of the time, shoulder to shoulder, just makes you feel so um, stuck, trapped. Yeah, yeah. Um, it de- I definitely, I definitely felt like I was trapped in a small yeah, little box. It does it, yeah, it does it so quick when it like you know first shot to the city, just so much going on. Yeah. Yeah, vultures, vultures everywhere. <laughs> um, is there anything else we want to talk about for this segment? Oh, for visuals, let's see. I do want to talk about um, a lot of the camera work. Uh, there's so many shots. This is kind of getting into characters a little bit, but showing characters on different um plane so you have a lot of shots up at rick you know showing him whether it's him up on the stairs outside of his office um there's a lot of shots uh just like showing how rick is so much above everybody like Mm -hmm. not necessarily you know he's yes he's a little arrogant i guess but like not even like necessarily saying like he's more intelligent or better (laughs) but like he just sees himself so separated from everybody Oh, yeah. And especially early on in the movie, there's just so many shots of him seeing him like above everybody in a way. And then later on, as it goes, like he like comes down to them. Right. And oh, yeah. And then at the, by the end of the movie, he's like on the same level with Louis as they begin their beautiful friendship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Like all those shots are very well done, especially with the. Uh, uh, what well, well, the scene where they do the whole duet of the singing, or like the duel? Yeah, yeah, the duel. There we go. <laughs> is, is it? A, it's a song duel. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, just that shot of them just on on the stairs, like yep. that interesting Such a good shot. shot. Yeah. Um, but I also want to say and, sometimes ooh, speaking of that, that's really good. That that scene, uh, that shot. Not only right, there's a shot up at rick and laszlo mm-hmm. and then laszlo comes down but then right when he asks the band to play the song they all look at rick and we once again get like an upward shot at rick where like oh, he yeah. has to nod like he has so much control in his own establishment yeah i love that shot it's great it's great um going back to what i was saying Sorry. so one of the one of the problems with like older movies can be like 
in the dark. Right. Especially when they're black and white and yeah. like it's a dark movie. Yep. Yeah. So I, and I felt like the darker, the darkness, the dark, the, just the darkness in that movie was very right. well done. And they also, I, yeah, I really like their use of light. That That's a really good point. Um, a lot of the, there's a whole scene at night, right? Um, yeah. When uh, Laszlo is going to the meeting and Ilsa goes to see Rick, right? Mm-hmm. I love the lighting of that scene. Also, ooh, the other night scene when um, Rick is sitting and talking with Sam and Sam plays, right? Oh, he's yeah. just getting drunk, crying about everything. The lighting in both those scenes it, at night, like you can tell it's night. It's really hard to do that sometimes in black yeah. and white movies to make it feel like night. But um, I feel like they did a really, really good job. Oh, they did because I do know, like sometimes, sometimes in black and white movies, when it get when it's nighttime, there can be like this one. There could be like yeah. darker spots. Right. Like, it could be very it hard. Could, yeah, to really light. hard to see what's going on, mm-hmm. or just as just as bright as day. You like it's really hard to like toe that line, right? Yeah, exactly. But I, yeah, they do such a good job. They do an amazing job of it. Like probably the best camera work I've seen in a black and white movie for me. For sure. For sure. Um, I think that kind of wraps it up for visuals. Um, right. overall, I think, yeah, the visuals definitely top tier for a older movie. Oh yeah. Top oh tier. yeah. All right. Uh, second, second thing. Let's get, move into All it. Right, I, soundtrack. The soundtrack. I kind of forgot about it for a second. All right. So the soundtrack, um, I really fast. I do want to have, you know, when I watch a movie, my listening to sound, I'm so focused on the stories and the character that I have a hard time listening to soundtracks. So I may not be able to give my best input on this. So continue. All right. Well, <laughs> playing off of that, when I watch movies, I am a very audio learner. Um, I'm very just like audio is very easy for me to take in. So soundtracks not only are easy for me to hear, they're mm-hmm. very important to me. Um, and if a soundtrack is bad, I've had movies that I really like be really hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and older movies, I feel like, do struggle when it comes to soundtracks as well. There's some beautiful soundtracks. I feel like, you know, I, I like silent movies. Yeah. The piano work and this, the orchestral aspect and every, the simpleness of those are beautiful. But then I feel like when it got to early film and we had a lot more of recording, less li- almost live feel to it, um, they were str- they struggled a little bit. And I feel like in this movie, it was pretty generic when it came to a lot of just the ambient soundtrack that was playing behind um, the orchestral uh, crescendos that came up when ah. intense moments happened. It was a pretty normal generic for that time period of movie but where it stands above the other movies and where i think it really excelled is you know it had sam this piano player in a saloon that is uh and the in the live band in the saloon and when they did you know you have of course as time goes by as everybody knows but you also have knock on wood love that oh it's the first time you hear sam actually like singing with the people there when he plays knock on wood love that song love just like the way it brings you know just shows Rick's right. Rick's is a place where everybody comes together they all these people who are almost competing with each other to uh, get out of Casablanca are all coming together and just like, um, you know, having, having a moment, having yeah. a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a like, collective, yeah. like 
Uh, I can't think there, of, I can't think of a word, word there. I, right. I I definitely know what you're talking about, but you know, what, and, having a congregation. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. well, yeah. So uh, they just all come together and just like in in one voice, just like singing the song, just like shows you what Rick's is, right? Yeah, and then. Um, uh, then it all kind of comes to a head right at the scene you're talking about the dueling oh, yeah, um, yeah. where you have Germans singing their they just they're both they're dueling by singing both their anthems right you and have Les Marseilles by the French versus I'll the never be able to pronounce that <laughs> versus the Die Volk on Rhine which is the I'm guessing the Third Reich's national anthem yeah um, and just like once again you see like the people of Casablanca, just like their heart and soul, just like pouring out. Oh yeah. Um, and then you have. Mm-hmm. I, I just feel like at those at, at in that those aspects where it's oh even the solo by the guitar lady. Oh um, yes. The like operatic guitar lady. So such a great just like slow moment to the film, right? Mm-hmm. And I just feel like there's so many um, aspects out where they took yes a pretty generic soundtrack, but then just like just took it a step above with all those moments of yeah. bringing everyone together through these songs mm-hmm. and showing the divide between the Germans and the um, French, the Italians and everybody else trying to get out of occupied territories. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 definitely. Um, it also does seem to do a very good job in with the soundtrack and the camera work as well. Yes, like, like, yes. Re- um, like like we see in the whole dueling um you know if you know Laszlo's down there singing with them it kind of gets that shot out and then we see other people kind of singing and right. then we get the shots of them and then we kind of see everybody getting right, the shot right. it's yeah i really like the camera work in that scene where it sets up like it's almost like a battle scene right yeah. it sets up all right you have these people over here the germans they start singing this is your one side then we show Laszlo right and he makes the decision to uh join the battle he goes down talks to these people then they show the germans again rick says all right we can play this song then you see him start singing right yeah and then it shows him and the germans him and the germans <laughs> right you're seeing both sides and it builds up this battle then everybody joins in on his side yeah and definitely. it just builds and builds and builds <laughs> and then yeah culminates a, a definitely good good job in soundtrack and and camera work it was a very good combination i would say for sure um, in other scenes, um, I don't remember very well about the whole uh, camera work and soundtrack for the uh, guitar lady. I mean, yeah, it did. It did do a very um, uh, popular, like, really close up of her a couple of times. That was about the only like extra camera work that it threw in there. Was very much like the the. Uh, I'm not a expert <laughs> on names of camera shots or whatever but it was very popular in that time to have that where you see the character and it's like almost like up at the face but a pretty close-up shot on her face um and that was only really like camera work with that um moving on to the end i guess is the other time that i feel like the the soundtrack really shines that final airport scene oh yes it does do such a good job of building the the tension I think in the ending for movies for me is when I can really hear the soundtrack because it's supposed to be this final, right. final right. 
battle of the of our hero and it's like okay so we need to have some music in this (laughs) and so i feel like it does a really good job of bringing that all together um builds the tension when it needs to it uh, rises to the occasion when it needs to and then it's nice and slow and yeah definitely i don't it played along with all your emotions all the intensity (laughs) all the uh culmination of this whole story that you've been unfolding so so well mm-hmm. you even had like rick's little theme in there as <laughs> as they walk away yeah 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 there's something i want to say but it'll ha- i'm gonna save it for characters all right well moving in to the plot and story what are your thoughts on so, so i want to hear since you've only seen this once just like going with the story itself what do you think of the way they told the story what do you think of like uh just just the story yeah um well so the way they tell it is you're a little confused at the beginning because right. you're like you're you don't know really what's going on you don't know what you don't really know like okay so we we all we know is there's Casablanca you know there is a city <laughs> um with people in it trying to get out of a out of a war right um other than that we don't really know what else other what's than going on? Yeah. yeah. And I think they do a really good job with that, you know, all the way through you're you're going through, but they still hid stuff very well in it. Like it was great. It was great. Um uh I think I loved the scene the the scene in the whole storytelling. I loved the part when they're in the hotel for the final time, when they're all together, Laszlo, um, uh, Rick, and the other, uh, the and other Louis, Louis, and yeah, those those three. The time, the time when Lou, are you saying the time when everybody's like when Rick's is open, everybody's in there, or is it the time when Rick comes in with the cut on his arm and he's yeah. talking and Ilsa's being snuck out the back? Yeah. Or is it the time when Louis arrests him and uh, when, seemingly when, arrests him and they go to the yeah, airport? Yeah, uh, Louis arrests him. Okay. The very final time you see gotcha. Rick. I, I thought that was really good like storytelling. There was so much happening in that mm-hmm. scene because there was like... Right, that's when you're figuring out that, mm-hmm. oh, Rick's... Yeah. is And you're like, is Rick uh, gonna... Who's, who's going to be on the plane? You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what did he decide? Yeah. yeah. And then even at the airport, like there was still that, mm-hmm. like they've heads he- held, they hidden stuff very well in that. Yeah. Like, mm, I loved it. So, yeah. That goes really well into like how I was going to lay this out, I guess. <laughs> um, I love how it's, uh, it starts. If you want to know all, he's holding a book right now. <laughs> I have a lot of stuff written about the plot, so I don't want to forget anything. Um, it's I love how it, just like I said with like the camera work, it starts small and just grows mm-hmm. and grows, right? Like you said, you start, you're just like, okay, we're following this guy in Casablanca, right? Just people trying to get out. We don't really know what's going on. We're learning more about the city, right? Yeah. It's really just small story. All right, now we learn about these uh, papers that get stolen, right? All right, I guess apparently this is a story about papers that got stolen. All right, then we meet Rick. Well, all right, now we're following Rick, who has the papers now, right? After Peter Lorre's character yeah. gives them to him. Um, then, and that's what we think we're following, right? But then this becomes bigger, right? All right, now there's this guy named Laszlo that's coming, and he wants these papers, these uh, writ of transit. Yeah. Um, 
He wants some money. gets a little bigger. Now the police are involved, right? They're trying to find this murderer, but they're also going to stop Laszlo. All right, now it's going to get bigger. Now the Germans are here. Germans are like, no, Laszlo's not getting out, right? All right, then what does it do? It grows bigger as we now suddenly our character's tied to Laszlo through Ilsa, right? Oh, our yeah. main character we've been watching is now tied, and he's in the middle of this, right? And then it grows bigger as it's not just <laughs> Laszlo trying to get out. It's this Get this character, Laszlo, who is so important to the underground, to the battle against the Germans. And now it's the Germans versus the rest of the world. The Germans trying to stop the one person they need to stop from getting out of Casablanca and our main character with all the power, right? Yeah. And just the way it just shows you all the little parts to this story and it just grows and grows and grows and grows until it's this huge, this like war changing event that could happen mm-hmm. yeah um yeah so two things about the whole story about this but it's still just a simple old story about rick yeah <laughs> it's great <laughs> um uh so two things about the story um number one when 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 rick when rick has the papers you know for me personally i was so tense like i was yeah, like yeah. i was like what is he gonna do is he gonna is he gonna give it to give it to okay the, little plot detail that um, I, you know, it, you, you notice that it happens, of course, they show you it happening, but it, you don't realize how important it is until maybe the second or third time watching the movie. But the, the little plot detail of him putting, choosing to put the papers in the piano, because that bill use that piano isn't just like a part of Rick's. It's like a main part of Rick's that we see in almost every shot going forward, right? Yeah, I was... And so you you know that the papers are in the... They're in the room all the time with people going around. It oh. just like builds so much tension. Oh, yeah. And like some... You know, you forget about the papers every once in a while when you're they're talking mm-hmm. about another aspect of the plot, but then you see the piano and you're just like, oh my goodness, they're right yeah. there. It it's definitely more tense when the Germans were yes, standing yep. at the piano. Yep. They're like, you're like, oh no, they're gonna find it, or they yep. have found it, or what's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like it was tense throughout the entire movie. So yeah, it's just like those little parts yep. that I, are so important that I l- love the storytelling of it because each little thing just like builds on another little thing and builds on another mm-hmm. thing. It's not trying to tell this grandiose story. It just tells all these little stories that be all culminate in a really, really big, important story. Yeah, um, definitely definitely on that. But there's also something else I want to say about the story. The fact is, there's also some, if you like listen carefully and you like watch other, the background people and stuff, you can actually tell there's actually other smaller stories going right. through. We have the story of the underground in Casablanca that, we, yeah. you know, we meet this character. He's uh, at the, when we first meet him, he's, uh, somebody that just you know uh, hangs around. Some people in Casablanca know who he is, right? Yeah. Then he's meets with um Laszlo when he first comes, shows him the ring, right? And's like, all right. And then we find out that he's that's when we find out he's leading the underground, and he ends up becoming a little bit bigger role later on. We have our little uh, uh Yvonne, right? <laughs> what are you? Where were you last night, Rick? I don't remember that long ago. <laughs> what are you, are you going to be there tonight, Rick? I don't plan that far ahead, you know? Yeah. And she's just like this little character. She's just like one of those people stuck in Casablanca, right? And mm-hmm. she just is, you know, living her life. Um, you've got uh, 
the manager guy um what's the name yeah of? i forget anyways but, uh, we don't want to get into characters yeah, that much yeah. but you've got all these little stories of all these characters yeah that just oh the the couple the oh me, yeah that yeah that was that was what a, watch <laughs> and watch much very much watch <laughs> you know uh try, just all these people trying to get out of Casablanca you know, and all their stories um yeah i think they do a good job like because you know you go in when you first see ricks you, you see all these uh, different people and you're wondering like you're like okay they're just showing us showing us like you know the surrounding of ricks and stuff but you also if you listen you also hear like, like there's another story there's other yep. stories going on mm-hmm. and it's like whoa this world is actually built very well yeah yep. so very very good um, and then, like, uh, moving on with the plot, I guess, and storytelling aspects, the way it tells even, like, the final story, the fi- or the final moment, the final act, we'll say, third <laughs> act, right? The third act when everything's coming together, mm-hmm. like you said, it still holds all those little things back, you know, it's not gonna, it's not just gonna dump it all on you and let everything play out, which it could have done, because it was telling, you know, a little bit of, like, a romance story, right? It could have yeah. dumped out all these plots, you knew what was gonna happen, but no, it held everything back, and um, so even when it comes that like final moment, mm-hmm. you you're still almost a little surprised when he says, yeah. "Put down the names of Ilsa and Lazla." Yeah, um, yeah. So you know what? Since you said that, I'll I'll say what I wanted to, what I've been wanting to say for, for since we started talking about soundtrack and stuff during during the the entire like movie. You're never really sure, like what Rick's gonna do. Mm-hmm. Like even yeah. at the final moment at the air, airport, right, right. you don't know if he's just gonna be like, "Sorry, Laszlo," and just be like, "Exactly." He uh, he he builds. They build this character so well. We're gonna get into that in character yeah, a lot. Yeah, the way but do. they do such a good job in yeah the way they tell the story that they have this character that they can do that with, and they just play it so well. Where mm-hmm, you you mm-hmm. you you're very intrigued by him. But and at the same time, you're trying to figure him out, but you never quite can, you know. Yeah, you. And I think it does. I think it does the story justice. Like it helps the story so much that he's like this, and like you never know what he's gonna do. It's great. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love those kind of stories where you don't know where your main right. character is gonna do. Um. Yeah. I just just to like kind of wrap 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 up the unless there's something else you want to say. No, I I just yeah like the way that. It starts so small and ends so important, so big. Um, it's just beautiful storytelling. Just oh, yeah. some, in my opinion, the best storytelling ever told, <laughs> ever told on the movie screen. Yeah, and it doesn't need all this flashy stuff. Right. And it's like, it's got to be the best black and white movie that I have seen so far. And it's like, if I had to rate my black and white movies that I've seen, it's Casablanca first. Yeah, for <laughs> sure, for sure. Such a great storytelling. All right, moving on to the actors. Um, I know you haven't seen many black and white movies. You probably don't know many of these actors, yeah. but I'll talk about, you know, the ones and who they're playing and you can, you know, give your... Uh, your your judgment on if you thought the actor did a good job and whatnot. Horrible job on all of them. No. <laughs> so we'll start. Uh, we'll, we'll start with the main. I, I I couldn't decide if I wanted to go from like you know the lesser known little guys up to the main <laughs> Wait, characters. Are we doing every single guy. guy? Every <laughs> single actor we're going to go into the extras in the back. 
we're gonna talk. <laughs> no, it, uh, I'll just go to like tenor. Okay, tenor. Well, so I mean, yeah, just go and we'll. All right. So Humphrey Bogart plays Rick. D- does he play in the Maltese Falcon? Yeah. Okay. He's, he okay. plays. Yeah, yeah. I was Sam, like, I was Sam, so Sam con- Sid Sid. I don't remember. I, I forget his name. But Slade. Yeah. Slade. Something Slade. His, oh, it's Slade. Uh, yeah. yeah. We're getting too into this. Um, well, when when I saw him in the Maltese Falcon, I thought he was a great actor in that. Yep. Like, he did a very good job of like, of like, you don't know who he is or what it is. Like he did a very good job as he even did a, he did a, an amazing job as Rick. I think, I think he does better as Rick than he did as Slade in my opinion. Yeah. Cause yeah, like Rick is this guy who's on a casino, and it's like, oh, well, I absolutely enjoyed him as an as an actor. Like, yeah, I want to see more movies with him in. Like, yeah, Humphrey Bogart is one of my favorite actors of all time. I've seen a lot of his movies. Um, he, I don't know if I've seen one where I've been like, okay, he kind of dropped the ball on that character, or whatnot. I feel like he always nailed, just brings his characters to life so well. And he, I've seen him play in many, many roles where whether it's you know. Uh, his the Maltese Falcon, you know, detective who's you know kind of suave, but a yeah. little, but definitely a little gritty, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, or it's the Admiral in Kane Mutiny, right? The oh. where he's this old, just beat down, <laughs> like his way is the only way guy. Or whether it's um in um Treasure of the Sierra Madre. Where he plays on this like villainous role, Ooh. just all of them. He does such a good job, and then in Casablanca, he's playing a very complex character, yeah. and just, just he was the right choice. He plays, he looks the part, he acts the part. He is just absolutely superb at bringing Rick to life. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like because when you when you see him as Rick, you just. For me personally, I've always felt like, like, man, he is. It's just like this character yeah. is actually there, and yeah. it's like, like I, I can't separate them. You know, like, yeah. it's so hard to. He, he's. It's, it's like you know, a modern or a, yeah, like the modern like Tony Stark, um, being played by Robert Downey Jr. Like, you can't really separate them. Yeah, but and it's the same way where it's like. And that's why I think he's such a good actor. Is there, he has so many characters that are that way. Like, you just can't separate. He embodies his character so well, and he no slouch in this one. Yeah, like, if you just want to know what a good actor is, you just got to... Yeah, just watch him <laughs> any of his movies. Um, moving on, Ingrid Bergman playing Ilsa Lund. Ah, yes. Um, my memory's a little spotty on, on her, but it, what I do remember is mainly the scene where she's in when she's in his office and giving her last ditch efforts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought she did a pretty good job. I thought she did a yeah, really she, good job. She, she does. She once again, play has to play a pretty complex character. Yeah. Or at least a, a character with a very complex character arc. Right. Um, if you go chronologically, right. Uh, chronologically in time, not in the way you see the movie, but in time, right. She plays this character who at a very young age meets, Victor Laszlo, a very important, hot-headed, you might say, yeah. uh, revolutionary, who she falls in love with, right? Mm-hmm. Ends up marrying. Then her husband gets taken off to a concentration camp, and she thinks killed. In her, uh, uh, what's the word, mourning, right? She's mourning his death. 
she meets Rick. She falls in love with Rick, right? Yeah. And now she like she like in in her head, right? You you're coming out of this morning, right? You're Okay, we're getting way too into characters. Yeah. But I'm just saying, she's has a very complex character. <laughs> yeah, she she definitely where uh she just plays every aspect of that character so well. She 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 brings across the young the youngness, oh, the yeah. youth, the energy, but she also brings across that like mourn, sad, sad part mm. from from the war, from her husband's death, and then when it comes to like all these massively big decisions she has to make at the end, like she just bring brings that out into just the the turmoil that's going on inside of her, and um, yeah, I, I I believe she brings the character to life very well. Just a little interesting um, tidbit. Ingrid Bergman and Humphrey Bogart did not like each other at all. Really? And so a lot of their scenes were shot completely separate because they hated interacting with each other. That's very, very interesting. Um, Makes you kind of appreciate all all the shots and everything. Yes, for sure. Because they were still good. (laughs) Um, Moving on to Claude Rains. He plays Louis. What did you think of his acting job, Captain Louie? Captain Louie. Oh, I, I actually really enjoyed enjoyed him as a character. Like, I enjoyed his character a lot, and I thought he did a really good job. Like, um, I don't know what else he plays in. No, I haven't seen him in a whole lot of things. Um, I mean, I think his next biggest role would be, uh. Uh, Mr. Smith goes to Washington, probably, and I've seen him in that. But I've, that might be the only thing. But yeah, I feel like, I mean, he's a very famous actor, of course. But he, he brings, brings Louis. Uh, I love Louis's character, one of my favorites, and he just brings him to life so well. Does such a good job with, um, oh, what's what's the right word like, playing. Like playing on like the lighthearted but serious. Like he's like oh, his yeah, character yeah. Right, is very like <laughs> he's lighthearted. I should say he's lighthearted in very serious situations. Yeah, and yeah, he just yeah. like toes that line so well with like he keeps things light without it being over the top. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I just feel like he does a great job with that. Uh, yeah, just fabulous job. Uh, then Laszlo played by Paul Heinrid or whatever. I well, first off, let me say say this. Um, I thought Laszlo was a great character. Again, mm-hmm. like almost all the characters for me are great. But going off of Laszlo, I thought it was a great character. His acting job was really good as Laszlo. Um, I don't. I I have this feeling I've seen him before. Yeah, I kind of had the same feeling. I don't know that I've ever seen him in anything else. Um. But yes, I feel like he was le- pro- he was less of a known act. Like the, there's some really big named actors in there, of course, that we've already mentioned and will mention. But like, and he wasn't really one of them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so, like, but I feel like he did a really good job. He doesn't have nearly as, um, uh, I don't know, tough of a character to act. Like it's, yeah, it's he's, he's not as he's very one dimensional right yeah he just is a 
revol- important revolutionary that's running away, right? Like he yeah, has yeah. his motivations, of course, but he's not nearly as deep of a character. But I feel like he does get portrayed very well by Paul Heinert. Oh yes, yes, yes. Like when when he first steps in. Is it bad that I, I knew that was going to be Laszlo? <laughs> no, like I feel like you're supposed to like he commands respect, right? Like yeah, he's somebody that everybody respects. The the Germans respect him for the fact that he's run circles around them. The French respect him because he's that beacon of hope, right? Um, and just you know his his story kind of culminates in that little dueling. Yeah, where was scene so, yeah like where he. He, he just commands so much space. <laughs> He's yeah, just played so well. Yeah, um, he definitely did a very good job as, as him. Like when when like like I said, when he first stepped on screen, I thought he portrayed his character very well. But like you said, he he's he is very he is a not as complex as yeah. the other characters we've talked uh, about. Moving on to Peter Lorre. Peter Lorre. Yes, is one. He's one of the biggest names at, at names in the film. Of course, he's played so many roles. Um, he plays the uh, guy who steals the uh, papers and gives them to Rick, and ends up getting oh yes, yes, yes. captured. Um, I've I did. I think I watched watched the. Um, isn't he in the Man Who Knew Too Much? Yes. Well, yeah. the original. Yeah. Yeah, the original. Um, and I think I've seen that movie. Yeah. And I don't remember much from that movie. Like I can barely remember it, but from what I do remember is just him. And he, I think he is, so he played it, played his role very, very well. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why, but for him, but every time he is on screen, I'm always like, I know who that is. Yeah. He, I mean, he's an insanely famous yeah. actor has played so many roles. Such a good actor. He just has, he, I mean, he has one of those, he does, did get a little typecast just because like he just so good at portraying that just like slimy, like, yeah. Um, he, but he does such a good job of giving it nuance. You know, he could play the kind of more suave, slimy guy, yeah. but he can also play the very villainous, like just pure evil as he does in The Man Who Knew Too Much. Um, and he could, yeah, he plays villains so well, he plays heroes so well plays and, yeah. and then this he just does a really good job of portraying this character who is despised <laughs> <laughs> um uh and just and really that, does a I, I feel like his character does such a good job of okay we're not getting into character yeah, i will talk about that later about but yeah, he does an incredible job of portraying his character <laughs> who though he has a smaller role is so so important yeah and even that small role like even because by the end of the movie i was thinking about it and i was like man i can't believe how this all started with yeah. rick meeting this guy that's, a, that's like, what i was saying about like the storytelling right there's all just these little tiny things yeah it just compounded into this massive story yeah and even right. even a face because you can forget like characters in a movie mm-hmm. and but for an actor to bring like a small character like that and actually remember him not yep, not yep. just because of story but just because of the the, the type of acting job i mean like, yeah. like that's why i think it was such a good choice to also pick somebody who's so well known i mean when this came out he wasn't well, I mean, he had already done the man in New York. He had done some big things. Like he was just like picking such an, I, 
it's so hard for me to say <laughs> iconic because like he's iconic now, you know? Yeah. 70 years later, right? Uh, was he as iconic then? I don't know his story that well, but just like m- more of a well-known for sure than other these other actors in such a small role, like I think really did help uh, oh, yeah. the story in that way that you would remember it. All right, moving on to Dooley Wilson. Plays Sam. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I don't want to get into his character so much, but I think he does such a good he job. He does. I was not expecting him to have, like, a the bigger role that he had. Mm-hmm. Like, and he, and when he did, I just absolutely loved it. I loved it every single time he was on screen. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and I think like picking somebody who could sing too, oh. like was such a smart choice where he was able to just uh bring this, you know, just piano player <laughs> uh, uh what what are they called when they piano play in a bar? Um anyways, bringing like that character to life so well just brought the energy and then he also just does such a good job of playing like the friend to Rick. Oh, oh yeah. my goodness. Oh yeah. And even even the whole flashback scene. Yes. Yes. We get to see it. Younger. Younger version. Mm, so good. So good. Alrighty. Moving on. I just got a couple more I want to hit on that I just think do a really good job of bringing their characters to life. We got Sydney Green Street. Green Street. <laughs> Sydney Green Street plays um, the owner of the Blue Parrot. Ah, yes. I've seen him. He's in He's in the Maltese Falcon. He's in the Maltese Falcon. He's in Across the Pacific. And he didn't play in that, in a whole, he wasn't in a whole lot of movies. Yeah, he didn't start acting apparently until he was like in his 60s. So he's not in a lot of movies, but he's very well known nowadays just because yeah. he does such a good job. Yeah, and for someone to be like starting in his 60s and going into the amount of movies that he was like yep. he was in. And be so well known, and be like, ah. man, he is good. Like, yeah, he he does an incredible job. Um, and once again, he's another one that plays a more of a small character, but ends up being a very important yeah character. Um, he he, uh, I think he just yeah portrays that, uh, you know, I guess like neutral character. Like, he doesn't really have a side. He's yeah, just trying to make just, money where he can make money, you know? Yeah, he's just wanting to get Rick's. <laughs> yeah, he's, just, he's really just trying to make money, right? Yeah. He he rules the black market because he's the biggest guy in town, literally. He's <laughs> like the... <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but yeah, he's the big fish. He's the... Kingpin. The he's big the... cheese. He's the kingpin. The whole what, enchilada. What is with you at big? <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, he just does such a good job of... Um, put it playing this character who doesn't he literally play he, he he's like who rick thinks he is you know in a little way like he's so neutral he doesn't want to pick a side right yeah whereas yes but their motivations are so different right like we're not going to get into characters too much but their motivations are so different and he just does a really good job of playing <laughs> that very neutral character um and then finally i want to bring up sz sakal who plays the manager of oh. it. Um, Carl is his name. Just because, yes, everybody does such a good job of playing their character, but he has just this, he's just supposed to be this kind, just like genuine guy. Mm-hmm. Such a good choice for that type of character, and he does s- such a good job. Oh, yeah. 
Anything you want to go into specifics there um, before we move on? Well, yeah, it's like you said, like you've been saying for all these characters, just another, it's a, it's a role. It's his role was looked so small, but then it, it grew. Yeah. He was and, very important. Yeah. Um, there's not too much I want to go into characters because we still have, there's not too much I want to go into for his acting. Right. Because we're, we're starting to run a little low on time here. <laughs> Well, who said there's any time limit? We could be here for hours, days, months. <laughs> You're supposed to say weeks. <laughs> My bad. All right. Um, <laughs> moving on. The, well, I'll just wrap up characters by saying this, or actors, sorry. I know, it's saying, so difficult to like. <laughs> uh, distinguish them, yeah. I think that it's one of the best, uh, like just like so many good choices for actors, you know, and some of them, like I said, were really well known, great actors who were picked for that specific role. Others were way less known, but they all just do such a good job of bringing, you know, the the guy behind the bar. I'm blanking on his name, but he does such a good job. Then Lady Yvonne, right? She does such a good job. The play, the lady who plays the guitar. They all just did such a good job. Were such good choices. Just bring these characters that we're about to get into life. And so let's move on to those characters that they brought to life. <laughs> Love that segue, you know. All right. Um, and we will start small this time and move big. And we're going to start with who we just ended with. And that is Carl. <laughs> Ooh, Carl's character just kind of embodies, like yeah. we were saying with Peter Lorre's character. I'm completely blanking on his character's name. But Peter Lorre's character, just these small characters that just, have such an impact on everything, right? Oh yeah. Like, it's like these simple, simple stories of, you know, Carl, just this restaurant manager that just wants to do the right thing, wants Rick to do the right thing. Just gets so excited at the yeah. little things, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it like, it's probably why he's such a nice guy, but <laughs> um, like he even does such a good job. Like, cause when you first is the first, I think the first time you see him is when he runs into that vulture guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And <laughs> oh, I just want to say this is going on to actors as well as characters. Even their small movements portray their characters right. very well. And like he does, yeah. Like he, 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 all these little characters like portray Casablanca too, right? Let's yeah. Go move, like even the pickpocket, right? He's one of the first characters that we meet, and we actually like get to hear talk, get to hear like interact. And we just see this random guy in Casablanca that just plays off of you, right? Yeah. Sees who you are, picks his mark, talks you up, sees you're just this innocent guy and is willing to take advantage of you for oh, that. good. Right? And then he runs into this guy, Carl, right? Uh-huh. But like Carl embodies the other side of Casablanca, the not... Uh, the one, the not the new guys in Casablanca, but the people who have been there for so long that he knows exactly who this guy is, right? Right when he bumps into him, the first thing he does is he checks his pockets because he knows exactly yeah. who he is. And that's just like, just shows the two like sides of Casablanca. You got the just pure, like good Carl and then like the guy who's willing to take advantage of you in this pickpocket. Yeah, and, then, and it, it, it even builds the, uh, the, uh, the, the world that this yeah, movie has taken place. Exactly. Like, like you were saying, a guy who's lived in Casablanca for a long time and a guy and kind of a newer guy who's been in, who came to exactly. Casablanca. So it, it just builds it very yeah. well. Um, and we got, you know, all these other little stories with, like I said, Yvonne, the guy behind the bar, the young couple that's trying to get to America that Rick ends up helping, you know? Yeah. Um, we just these, all these little stories, all these characters that 
you could just they do such a good job of building these characters you could just get get behind them so easily right like because it's telling this simple story like people trying to get out of occupied france yeah or i mean occupied third reich territory (laughs) german controlled territories right so it's so easy to get behind every little aspect because they're just trying to get out of here right yeah um and so you can have these small characters that you just feel for when you know things go their way when things don't go their way let's let's uh bring it back to carl <laughs> oh back to carl sure thing yeah because we're starting to get really off track here talking about um oh, just talk about characters <laughs> is there something um, else you want to say about carl um well so like the last scene was also very good with him mm-hmm. like they, the last scene was in the hotel right when and rick's like it's on a hotel that's right. In the saloon. In the saloon. Casino. Casino, yeah. Um, he's like, take her take her home right. and all that. Right. And so just, good. Yeah, he's like, yeah, that's just another thing that like shows like who he is, right? He's just, he's a good guy, good enough guy. Good, like He's just like so pure good that like he's, Rick's willing to entrust him with. Yeah. and then he's also just knows Casablanca as well. Rick knows that he's somebody who can get her home safe without the police seeing her after curfew. Yeah, without vultures getting <laughs> to her. Right, um, as well as the time we see him and Lazlo together yeah. outside running exactly to the saloon. Um, yeah. Just great to see them interact that way. Um, yeah, and I mean, like that's just another part that like shows how like the whole plot of the movie talking about. Um, just the little things mattering so much where like, he's just this guy who works at Rick's that, yeah, he's part of the underground, but you know, you don't know how important he is, but then like you see, like he's the one who ends up saving Laszlo, right? Like this meeting gets broken up by the police, but he, Laszlo's not caught because Carl's able to get him out of there, get him to somewhere safe. Yeah. You know? um, um, moving on to, uh, I, I mean, we're kind of just talking about all little characters in that, but moving on to, you know, maybe a little bigger character, we can move on to Peter Laurie's character, right? Yes. Uh, How about him? So he, uh, well, so it sounded like you wanted to say something. Oh, do we, do we, have we figured out his name yet? Um, I mean, we can do that real quick here. It starts with the U. Um, Ugart. 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 <laughs> yes. Ugarte. 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 Um, yeah. yeah. He, when he like first walks in, like he has this like stance that like makes you know he's the, he's this character who's going to be like, ha- who has something important or like, yeah, just, oh. uh, yeah. Like he play uh, Peter Lorre just does such a good job of playing that like, um, nervousness too, oh, that yeah. he has where yeah, you see him, you know, he's important. He, you know, he's, uh, not necessarily good, right? Like, he he definitely is a little shifty, <laughs> and then like the way Rick interacts him with him right away, right? You know that like Rick doesn't trust this guy, right? Yeah. Um, and then you find out, oh wow, he's important. He has these letters of transit that people are trying to get their hands on, right? And um, and then like just like his interaction with Rick, he's this character that, uh like knows who he's so like knows who he is and then it's just like how people are so vulnerable with rick we're not really talking about rick but like he he shows that aspect so early like how people are willing to trust rick they know that rick 
they know who Rick is and the way he's going to act. And so like he's like this like um he's like the rock of Casablanca, right? Like Rick is so steadfast. Like everybody in Casablanca knows Rick's somebody you can trust. He's the one that people tell, you know, go talk to Rick about that, right? And he and Ugarte just does such a good job of portraying that in the way he interacts with Rick, right? Yeah. He, oh, he's yeah, willing oh, to yeah. tell Rick, like, I know you don't like me. You despise me. Like, I hope you despise me. And Rick, you know, I don't, if I gave you any thought, I would, you know, like he just portrays that so well. And then like brings out the letters of transit shows how important he is. I hope, you know, hope you're more in, um, what does he say? I hope you're more impressed with me now. Right. Like he's actually done something and he, uh, uh, then he, we see him and then though his story's short lived, right. He's just yeah. still so impactful because what he's left is going to, uh, start this whole chain of events. Start everything. And, yep. And um, like... So we can move on from him, I guess, to a bigger uh, Major Strasser, kind of like ah. the villain of the whole thing. The, the Major, I'm trying to remember. Major Strasser, so he's like the main German guy, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah um, I liked how he was in the, like when he, when he comes in, he's like, he's like always wanting to be like, get these people we need to arrest these people you know he's always right. wanting to like do do stuff yeah like he is important he shows it and he um like commands uh fear right like oh, yeah. he's he's you know <laughs> depicting germany right and just like the amount of power and control that they have everywhere at that time <clears throat> um and he does do such a good job of portraying that, but also being uh, kind of one of the people, you know, like he still like sits down and talks with Rick and like, I love their, his, once again, I love, loves Rick's interaction <laughs> with everybody, but like his, his interaction with Rick where he um, is like learning about Rick, showing Rick, you know, we have all this information on you um, and just trying to like get into Rick's head a little bit. I, oh, such a good, such oh, a good yeah. scene. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I also like how, when he's talking to the police guy, Louie, Louie. Yeah. Um, I like how he's telling him like, we need to be sure Laszlo can't get out of here. Yeah, we need yep. to like get Laszlo stuck and stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, it's so yeah, good. The, yeah. He, he does. Once again, he just depicts German knee so well where he's like willing, willing Germany, but yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> Well, I was I was stuck with saying saying Germans in Germany, <laughs> but I mean he's he's depicting like a third Reich we'll go with. Um, so well, we're like they're willing to do anything to further their cause, right? Yeah, they're willing yeah, to do yeah. anything to capture uh, Laszlo, to kill Laszlo, to uh, get him in a concentration camp again. Um, moving on to Louis. I mean, he might we might be going a little fast to get to such a big character already, but. Yeah, we are let's definitely. Get, let's uh, talk about him because we'll probably. I have a lot to say about him. He is one of my favorite characters. He's a great character. I loved him. Um, he's well, the type of man, like <laughs> his interactions with everybody, like you said, he's so lighthearted. And yeah, even like his, yeah, like you were saying, his interaction with Strasser, right? Like yeah. he's, he's <laughs> so great. He's like, yeah. oh man, what I'm trying to remember his line. I love it when Strasser, when like he like oh. 
he knows like he has enough power here, right? That he doesn't have to do everything Strasser says, but he's also needs to keep Strasser happy so that he doesn't he, he doesn't want to be shipped off to a concentration camp, right? Yeah. And so he just like he just like plays that line so well. Or you're just like, it's funny, yeah. but you're also a little nervous for him. And yeah. yeah. And I like how he is with Rick. You yes. know, going going to Rick again. Like, especially when Rick helps that couple and he's like, What do I he says like like, uh, why do I have the feeling you helped them or something? Yeah, well, or, he says, what he says is like uh, something along the lines of like, because he was trying to, of course, play them for the woman, right? And yeah. he's like, why would you take that away from me, basically, to Rick? Are you getting a little bit uh, soft-hearted? Oh, yes, yes. So good. Like, I love it, especially at the end. Like, he's... He still has a bit of like lighthearted. He's yep, still lighthearted. Yep. Like even when like Rick just played him, he tr- he like thinks he, you know, he he tried to do the one thing to like save his own skin, right? Because like he says, he just goes where the wind blows, right? And the yeah. wind was blowing from the Third Reich, right? So he he tries to do what he thinks will get him ahead, and even though he kind of loses, and then at the end he's just you know just going with going with Rick now, right? Yeah, the yeah. prevailing wind was blown from rick <laughs> so he was starting a beautiful friendship yeah yeah um anything else you want to say about the, this character oh yeah or? so that louis yeah i love how he's so um on the fence you know it just kind of goes with whoever is, oh yeah you know uh so willing to take his winnings and then close the <laughs> casino for gambling you know oh yeah uh, just like he's <laughs> such a fantastic character yeah, just doesn't he close down the gambling and then they're like you're winning, yeah, you're winning like, thank you <laughs> you're winning from the day yep i'm shocked shocked to find out gambling's going on here here are your winning sir yeah um and then uh just like the way yeah he he plays that so well and then like oh even like it goes down to like the way he warns rick about the Oh yeah, yeah. We'll be there uh, searching your hotel tonight or your your yeah. saloon tonight. Um, also, his interaction with uh, Laszlo and what's her name, Elsa. Elsa, yeah, just still very good. Um, he like talks to almost almost every character you know to be a character. Yeah, in that, yeah. Like, I don't of know course, if he, he has the best line in the whole movie. What Rick line? It's the type of man that if I were a woman and I wasn't <laughs> around, I'd be in love with him. <laughs> So good. <laughs> he had so many good lines. Was, um, was he talking to uh, Laszlo or? Yeah. Yeah. He was talking to Laszlo. I don't know if he was talking to Laszlo or the uh, German guy. No, he was talking to Laszlo. Okay. Yeah. What type of man is this week? <laughs> yeah. Um, moving on to Laszlo then. Yeah. Good character. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Like he's such a. Well, as I said before, like pretty one-dimensional character. Yeah, he, right? he's, he's just but good, he, but he's a good one-dimensional yeah. character. Like um, he definitely has depth still. He um, is this character that is just trying to help the little guy, right? Yeah. Um, I he know he thinks what the Germans are doing is wrong, and he thinks that he can help save France, and so he's trying to. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, um, and then that the way he can do that is by getting out of Casablanca. So, like, he just has this one goal of getting out um, with Elsa. And he... Yeah, there's not a whole lot to talk about 
Laszlo right. because again he is he's just a, he's he's a one dimensional character um definitely but he definitely has the purpose needed for for the story to right yeah he's great. like the way you learn so much about him before you even meet him and then when you yeah. meet him like you said you knew who he was right yeah um just the way everybody was talking about him yep. and stuff and being like oh he's like this important guy like right. there were a couple times where i was like is this him or is this him right and then but then once he once he got on scene he just he's just standing the, the way he's standing the way right. he's yep. like just looking around walking around it's great yeah um he just yeah he uh it's like you said like so important he was talked up so much and then like he didn't disappoint even though he was just kind of like a simple guy like he wasn't he wasn't prideful about it or anything oh yeah he's just very simple just went about his business um yeah uh let's move on to sam sam good old sam the, yeah main main character is sam i once again love this character <laughs> sam is so good like I said before, great choice, but at the same time, like he, his character, the way he is so much to Rick, like he's such a good friend to Rick. He's so important to Rick's, like he is like the heart and soul of Rick's, like his piano is. Um, And like he, Rick trusts him so fully, right? Like yeah. he shows him the letters of transit basically and puts them in oh, his yeah. piano where he could easily like do something, but like he is so trustworthy, so... Uh, um, and so so loyal, loyal. yeah there loyal go, yeah and like especially in in the uh flashback he still has he, right. he seemed to have that loyalty right. all the way back yep. when they were out of Cal- outside of i forget where they exactly paris were, paris um yeah and like he has that loyalty and you can tell like wow these two are like so close yep. cuz they were in paris together they left together they came to Casablanca together, and basically together they started this. Yep, and yeah, you don't necessarily you know they're business partners of sorts. Yeah, but you don't know exactly why they're such good friends, but you just like know they are. And his character, just like how much he cares for Rick, and and like you see that in like his like he's like the bro, you know, like oh, his yeah, first interactions with Elsa. Like you could tell he's like, <laughs> you broke my best friend's heart. Like <laughs> I, I don't know, like. Yeah, and it even shows even even let's get out when, of here. Rick. <laughs> even oh, when man. Rick is, uh, he's no good for you. Like so, two two points I want to mention for for this character is when Rick's like so upset when he when he first met. Yeah. Uh, I keep forgetting Ilsa uh, first Ilsa, saw her Ilsa, again. Ilsa, yeah. I keep wanting to say Elsa, Ilsa. <laughs> um, He's like, let's go on the town. Go on yeah. the town. Drink. Yeah. Get, get you out of here. She's yeah. bad luck to you. Yeah. yeah. Just like wants and to help. To show, to show like that friendship between these two mm-hmm. characters. Like I'm kind of going into Rick now, but oh, that's um, when, when he's selling the canteen yep. to that, to, to Carl, he's like, no. not Carl, Dagna. <laughs> uh, Ferrari. Ferrari. That's right. Why? Well, man, why do? Um, yeah, just it's when he's selling, like he's like, and be sure Sam gets this much, yeah, twenty five percent, twenty five percent, and he's like, I know you only pay him ten percent. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> yeah. 
It's great. It's great. Like it still shows that they that Sam is such a good friend, and Rick is will is also. Yeah, good I mean, he's willing. Him. Yeah, he's willing to uh, give him. Oh, <laughs> yeah, just like when, he, like, let's ask Sam. You know. Yeah, and Sam's just like, I don't make enough. I don't uh, have enough time to spend what I make already. You know. Oh my gosh, he just yeah, they're best just friends. Embodies and, this character so yeah. well. Like we said before, each of these char- like each of the actors embody the characters yep. so well. Um, moving on to Ilsa then. Yeah, as we get into our big two. So for me, um, a lot of times when a female character in a black and white movie show up, kind of terrifies me because they can be. It can be kind of difficult for me to accept these these characters. Yeah, a lot of times, yeah, female characters are very, very one dimensional in older yeah. movies. Um, but like she was, she was very well done. Yeah, like, she, yeah. So I guess I'll get into what I was saying earlier with her. She has a such a complex story, right? Yeah. As I said before, young meets Laszlo, falls in love, married. Laszlo supposed to be dead. She's mourning, meets Rick, falls in love, <laughs> thinks her life's turned like she like thinks, oh wow, now I finally like this is gonna be better this time, right? Yeah, yeah. And then she gets the news Lazo's actually alive, right at the exact same time that Paris is being her beloved Paris is being uh invaded by Germans and being occupied. They're coming in that day. And so she has to make a choice what to do. Um yeah. and she makes the right choice in choosing her husband and thinks once again, she thinks she's made the right choice, even though she's living on the run. She's, uh, you know, with the man that she married trying to run away. Um, and then, you know, we don't know a lot about that time, but we hear a little bit in their conversations, you know, even when she was sick, Laszlo didn't leave her. Um, when they were, she, she knew like how much he meant to her she meant to him yeah. how much he meant to the to the resistance um and she is is in a way like his heart and soul and um Are plays that well <laughs> <laughs> then we then we see her once again meets up with rick right oh. and like her 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 whole world is like turned on its head again, right? And that's what I was trying to say before. Like she has this such a complex story. Oh yeah, and and this is um sorry I didn't go um, ahead. Just the thing is, um, ever since when you keep when you every time you mention complex character, I always think of how how they um, Humphrey Bogart and. Um, whatever her name playing Ilsa Ingrid Bergman Ingrid Bergman yeah playing as a younger version of their characters to an older version of their characters yeah so good Um, they play both the you know the lightheartedness the the tension the yeah they play all of it so well yeah and yeah and but yeah and Ilsa as a character through through the entire movie amazing and how she is like in the final moments she's willing to like be like i can't do this anymore yeah she she admits when like all right she's she's been through enough yeah <laughs> she, exactly. she can't just she's not she needs someone else to do the thinking for her you know <laughs> uh-huh. as she says because she's she's had a very very difficult time yeah and she she knows what the right choice is but 
she doesn't know if she can make it again, right? Yeah. And then and when Rick makes it for her, it's even hard to it's hard to leave again. Yeah, and it's even hard to accept the fact that because when she says, "I can't make the choice," I yep. can't make the choice anymore. But when she hears the choice being made, yep. that's been still made, hurts. still hurts. It's still like, oh, I don't even know if I want to do this yep. now. I yep. want to stay. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's. I mean, that's her character. I'm trying yeah. to think like. There was There's a, a few other inter- like oh, her interaction with Sam's really fun. Like oh yes, play uh, play it, Sam. Play. I forget uh, the name of the yeah. song. As time goes by. As time goes by. It's uh, I love that. Like I, I don't think I can. I don't think I can remember it. I'll hum it for you. You know. Oh my yeah. Gosh, such good interaction with the two of them. Um. But yeah, getting into Rick. Oh. Rick Blaine. An amazing character. Greatest character ever. (laughs) Like I said before, when you first see him and you go through the entire movie and you see him by the end, you're like, what is this character doing? Like, what is he planning? Is he going to give the papers to Laszlo? Is he going to keep them for himself? Or is he going to sell them? Is he going to... Yep, yep. You don't know. Like, they did a very good job of, like, making this character be, like... You have no idea what path he's going to choose. Is he going to shoot Laszlo? Is he going to shoot? Is he going to shoot somebody else, or is he not going to shoot at all and be like, "I'm not going to be a part yep, of this"? Yep. Um, it's yeah, it's so interesting. Like he's right starts out as this character that just is so like he's so neutral, right? You don't know much about him, but all you know is he sticks his neck out for no man, right? Yeah. And he's well. I mean, he's willing to take the papers, right? Yeah. But like, he's not really sticking his neck out there. Um, but like through his character arc, like he grows so much and we get to see kind of like first we get to see what made him the way he is. Right. We see him, uh, we see the facts that like he's fought in resistances before, but he's lost everyone. Right. Like he's kind of lost his drive to do that anymore. Um, and then we see that he's also lost his drive for like love and finding, any happiness through what happened with him and Ilsa. And then, then then that's what's like created this character that is so, um, wants to stay out of everything. Right. He just, he just finally given up on that. He's living his best life in Casablanca, just running his little saloon. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, they even, yeah. And with even going through that, as we watch him through the movie, you know, we see him not help, uh, what's his name, get away from the, from the police. Yep. And then, yeah. And, and then you're like, oh, so he's actually, yeah, like you said, he won't stick his neck out for anybody, but then you see him help the couple and you're like, you're like, oh, so he does, he does help people. Right. Like, so yeah. And and that's like, interesting is like. When we learn about his backstory, we still there's still a lot of ambigu- ambiguity, right? We don't learn yeah. everything, and that's like who his character is, right? You learn bits and pieces, but he's never going to fully open up to you, right? Yeah. And so, as we learn more and more about him, there's still all these little little things we don't know. Would he? Would he, who he would help? Who he wouldn't help? All that. Um, and yeah, we get to see him help the other young couple, um, and we see like uh, glimpses of him like his interaction with other people where, you know, we can tell he's a good person, right? Like he's not yeah. just a complete jerk, but he also yeah, at the same definitely. time is very much like 
kind of only cares about himself. Yeah, right? cares about himself as but, well as his his saloons. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then we see him interacting with Ilsa again, and like kind of that like spark coming back, right? And mm-hmm. him him being more and more willing, but like you know, he's still only kind of willing for himself, right? Oh. And then, but as you like. As his character progresses, he, he you're like maybe he will make the right choice. You know, <laughs> maybe he, he maybe he still still is willing to put his neck out for somebody that's so important, right? And that's why yeah, I think yeah. Laszlo being that figure is so important, where it's not just anybody, but it's like this super super important character that uh, he's willing to put his neck out for. Yeah, and then, um. Yeah, we see it all culminate in the fact that he does choose that. But I want to go into, we t- talked a lot about how other ca- ca- characters interacted with him, right? Yeah. Um, I want to talk about like how important that was and how important it was that like not only they interacted with him, but we saw him interact with them. Because we learned so much about his character in just the way he interacts with everybody, right? Yeah. Right away, we learn like how important he is in his introduction, right? We see, all we see is his hand, right? Moving um chess pieces yeah and you learn like what do you learn about him okay he's kind of you know a loner he's playing by himself and then we learn that you know he's playing a game of chess right like he must be a little bit of a little bit of a strategist right he might he'll have a plan right he's that guy to have a plan he's not a dog chasing cars or anything (laughs) and then he's handed something right He's handed a check that he has yeah. to, okay, Rick, okay, right? <laughs> like, he has a lot of, like, you learn right away, he has a lot of authority, right? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, And we also have seen the outside already. We know it's Rick's, right? And now we find out he is Rick, right? So inside of this, he he's like king, right? He he has so much power inside this, <laughs> inside this place. And then he, like, the way he, he commands that power. Yeah, and not only does he have power he also has the respect of everybody that works exactly with, for him of everybody yeah, everyone that works for him everybody that comes in like yeah. is everybody in Casablanca just like knows Rick knows who he is and they do such a good job of showing you that before you really even see his face right the way the way that people talked about him oh yeah you already oh, yeah. had an expectation the way you he's introduced now you finally see that and then what do you see him his first interaction is with Yvonne right and Yvonne's like beautiful woman where were you last night like right He's like, I, you know, don't remember that far. Like he, he's clearly like a man who doesn't care about things. Like yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. gonna care about some. <laughs> he he's lived a lot. You know, he's lived a life. You know, he's, um, like right away. Uh, you know, he's so, I don't know the word, but like separated. Like yeah, he, he's, he has little care for others. You know, mm-hmm. and then we see him start to interact with others. We see him in the way he interacts with Louis. Just like he's. You know, always willing to seemingly show his, put his hand out, you know, show his, show his cards. But since the start, we learned, you know, he's a strategist. Like he always has something, you know, he's not just going to give up, give in. Yeah. He's got the ace up his sleeve. Exactly. Um, and just, yeah, it's so good the way he interacts with everybody, whether it's Louis, whether it's Strasser, whether it's a Laszlo, Ilsa, like, his character's just just fabulous. Yeah, like if I was a woman. I was. Moving on. Yeah, I think that's kind of it for his character. There's so much more I could talk yeah, about. I just want to start quoting the movie now. Yeah, same here. Like, <laughs> What's your occupation? 
I'm a drunkard. <laughs> um, so talked about the movie as a whole. So it is uh, first. I've, I've said before, it is my favorite movie of all time. My, oh yeah, that what I consider the greatest movie of all time. Where you know, without you don't have to rank all your movies or anything. But what would it be at the top? It would. Top, it would be very close to the top. A hundred. Okay. Top, very close. Very close to the top. Possibly, I want to say it would be close, to, even in my top five. Very good. Very good. Very cool. Um, if I want to also really fast, I want to also give a rating for this movie. Yep. And it's a 10 out of 10. Like, yeah. For me, yeah. It's one of the few movies I rank a 100 out of 100. Yeah. It is nearly perfect in every way. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Like we went through each, each aspect of the movie, just so well done. All works together so well the characters push the plot the plot pushes the characters the soundtrack builds on all of it the actors all portray their characters so well oh yeah um the visuals just build the story just like the characters do as we learn this little visual detail we learn this little story detail as we learn this little and they all just pile on top of each other and just in just fabulous story <laughs> storytelling fashion yeah and that's why i think it's the greatest movie ever made 